Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And my name is Adam. I guess we're keeping you around now? Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean, you don't have a choice either way. Well, shit. All right. Well, I guess uh, take a seat and join us for a regularly scheduled episode because you gave me so much shit about saying the words regularly scheduled. I'm going to say it this entire episode. You've been promising regularly scheduled programming for two episodes now, and you have not delivered. Well, that is about to change because we're about to start our next game as your striker, Gunvolt. Ooh. Yeah. A game on the 3DS that was released in 2014 by Inti Creates. Honestly, one of my, one of my up and coming favorite game developers as of late. They do really solid 2D action platforming games. So for the most part, I have had absolutely great experiences with all of their games. Yeah. I, I've so, seen to like all our games too. Yeah, and this one is absolutely no exception. It very much reminds me of where we came from, Joey, our roots in gaming. Very uh, Mega Man X. Did you ever play that with us, Adam? Mega Man X? No, I don't, I don't think I did. Uh, okay, next time. Wait, well, so, I think that's like a rite of passage now. Is, we have to try is. that. Wait, so this, this, this is the same group that developed Mega Man? Actually, funnily enough, it is a group that developed a later offshoot of the Mega Man franchise. So they created some of the Mega Man Zero franchises, which were Game Boy exclusive games that played similar to X, Mm -hmm. but you played as Zero, like a Mega Man Zero. Oh, word. So yeah, they are technically Mega Man franchise creators. Well, so... So they have a pretty solid track record with making this kind of game, which shows, honestly, this game is tight as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy it. So, like, as soon as I started looking at this game, uh, the first dialogue, like, maybe laugh out loud, <laughs> the first word, <laughs> is like, whoosh. Right? <laughs> it's just in initial, like, Japanese anime right off the bat. <laughs> Let's 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 uh, take that. Let's get that out there right now. This is like if an anime came to life, yeah, and oh, just became amazing. a video game. That's uh, so good. It f- fully like drawn cutscenes. Yeah, they're they're like static pictures, which yeah. you know, fair enough. It's a style you do you, but it's very anime, like and all the way Japanese. Oh my god. Well, they are Japanese creators, yeah. so they're really just leaning into it hardcore. I'm talking like underage girls that are supposed to be <laughs> sex objects, a oh lot boy. of tentacle monsters, um, a lot of jagged edges on things. Um, no <laughs> nuclear bombs, as far as I've seen. Wait, tentacle uh, monsters? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, yeah, we'll get to those oh, later, my man. That, that fits in uh, with splorching. Mm, yeah. yeah, let's not bring right. that up again. Oh, it's coming back. Oh, if there's, no. If there's a tentacle, there's a splorch happening. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to make a hard left into the prologue. <laughs> Get uh, away hard, from splorching. Hard right, Come on, this is a side-scroller. Oh, you're um, right. Sorry. Mm, <laughs> hard right. right. There we go. Thank you. We'll go talk right into the uh, prologue mission right <laughs> after this quick break. Because I want to take a break and uh, reach out to one of our sponsors who we haven't heard from in a bit. All right. Woo! (laughs) 
Cleanse your itchy butthole today with brand new Chungus Extreme. Mmm. And we're back. That's my line, you asshole. Fuck you. All right, take it away. I don't, I don't have anything to take away. <laughs> I, I can't handle this part of it. What are, you, <laughs> what are you trying to do to me, man? You're leaving me out to try. Adam, if you're if you're hesitating, just like say one of the lines from, from our the, yeah. Say one of our lines from the, the game. game. Oh, oh, yeah, they're they're all amazing. We've suffered major loss. <laughs> Every single line that they say is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, let me let me let me find a good one. Uh, uh. <laughs> Wow. How did we let so much capital be tied to a single enterprise? Sure. Good good choice of line. I don't know. I'm All like, right. well, I'm wait. Probably the least funny <laughs> line better. I'll take it. Well, Fuck you know you. what? I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for it to scroll by. Okay. It's taking a long... So, you know. <laughs> let's just start talking about the prologue mission, a.k.a. Anthem. So, it starts off with story in the beginning... Where apparently there is this Muse character who is being used to enslave people with their trance. I guess it's like a Japanese idol situation, like a Hatsune Miku, mm. except evil. Okay. Um, and they're using the Hatsune Miku evil double to tra- entrance people for reasons. Yep. Yeah. And then there's this organization, rebel organization, that wants them to not, to to just like not, to please not do that. Yeah. Yes, for opposite reasons, reasons. for, you know, for good and justice and other, other values that are Mm -hmm. deemed great. But granted, it does start off with a hard right again, where our hero is tied up in a chair being brutally interrogated by a man with gigantic blue lips. So you, uh, <laughs> you and your beautiful blue lips there. I mean, don't judge. I'd don't, say they're don't, more don't you judge my Saturday nights. How did, how did they get so blue? I mean, look, someone's got to help the Smurfs out. Look, I'm just doing you've, my, I'm doing my part. You've been blowing Smurfs again. Well, I mean, there uh, you go. You've made you it go. to the <laughs> joke. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Paul, give him a prize. <laughs> what did I win today? Oh, okay. So Paul right, gave well, you that. I guess there isn't. Yeah. Yeah, he, g- he gave you that. That's pretty yeah, cool. Thanks. But let's talk a little bit about the gameplay. So first and first, uh, the, the, it's yeah, real good. It's this good. gameplay is very much reminiscent of Mega Man X. Uh, very jump and shooty. Uh, the only twist that I can see between the gameplay is that you can tag enemies by shooting them with your gun. So it's basically like you shoot right. needles into people, and I guess you can funnel your electricity to these needles and just kind of like kill them with electricity. It's an interesting idea, I gotta say. Yeah, It makes for a lot of... I thought it'd be like, make it a bit too easy, but it doesn't. No, it's like still challenging. Yeah, and the real challenge I guess comes in not just making like hitting people with the tagging but about chaining combos to unlock special abilities that come once you have gotten your combo meter high enough um 
But it is pretty cool. It's just amazing how well it flows together where you're running and dashing and shooting and tagging. And even when you're hitting people with lightning and jumping, you could like float down. There's so many movement options here. Oh, yeah, the floating stuff. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It's pretty fun to just kind of maneuver around the stage, especially considering the controls are tight. Yeah. They're real tight. That's probably that's probably the best part. Yeah. It's just the gameplay itself. Yeah, that's a real problem when you have like a platformer action game like that where you make a rut, you like push the right button, and then two seconds later you start moving right. That's literally the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Has that happened since, like, Super Nintendo? Well, I don't even think that happened in <laughs> in the Nintendos, unless they were really bad programmers, which there probably were. Mm. But any kind of lag probably like that is bad. Latency is the killer in these types of games. But thankfully, there's none here. Uh, but the cool thing about this whole tagging mechanic is you don't necessarily have to keep tagging the same enemy... But you can split your focus, basically. You are channeling lightning. So you can tag upwards of three, maybe four enemies with upgrades. And you could try to take them all down at once if you're surrounded. Or if you have a big enemy in front of you, you can tag them multiple times to really power on the lightning. Like like a Star Wars style, you know, where you force lightning them. Force lightning, yeah. The palpatining? Is that what it's called? You palpatine them. Palpatining. I'm palpatining them. No. I think that's the technical word. I believe it is. I mean, I'm not a fan of the prequels, but palpatining should be a verb. Like to palpatine, we palpatine. Right. He, she, we, they palpatine. Now I'm hungry for citrus for some reason. <laughs> nope, that's palpatine. Uh, that's that's the citrus that's the citrus version of him. Palpatine. Clementine. <laughs> Clementine, <Yeah>. palpatine. <laughs> Sounds delicious, though. Mm, Indefinitely. It's Um, like a tang. So as you're moving through the stage, though, you're going to notice there's like picture-in-picture cutscenes, which is, I don't know if I'm just old, but I'm having a hard time paying attention to the action and paying attention to what's being said. It kind of just, like, blinds you. Yeah, because you're trying to pay attention to, you know, not dying because it's a video game. <laughs> but at the same time, they're just trying their best to distract the shit out of you by putting plot points in basically about a third of the screen. Yeah. It's not optional. You have to read it. I think you can turn it off in the t- in the options, maybe, but the, it's def- by default on. So they, there's a lot of script in this. There is a lot. That's the thing. If you want the whole plot, you have to just kind of wait around. Either that or unless you can multitask like a motherfucker, like there's no way you're going to be able to yeah. ca- actually get the story. I feel like sometimes like, they're kind of like messing with you too. They're that's like the on the train I, and they're like, make sure you don't fall off the train. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, thanks, dipshit. I didn't think yeah. about that. I thought falling off the train would be a fun activity. (laughs) Maybe next you'll tell me to make sure the bungee is tied to my foot when I jump off a bridge. (laughs) But I mean, it's good to have those reminders occasionally. Like, I I wish they had that when I was, like, riding Amtrak, you know? Mm. 
Right. Uh, I don't know how you wrote Amtrak, but please don't do that anymore. <laughs> For your it's own safety. <laughs> yeah, stick to that. Goddamn. Go. Uh, I wish. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish. Either way, as long as you're not riding the train and then, like, in the lower half of your vision, you don't see, like, exposition for your life pop up every five <laughs> seconds, then I think you're doing pretty good. You know, I, I'm glad that he's not riding, like, an Amtrak in this version. It would take fucking forever. And there would be <laughs> no bathrooms on it. It'd be really uncomfortable. There's I, no bathrooms? Dude, it happened to me once on a 15-hour ride from Baltimore to Montreal. Like, the first... Like, as soon as we got on it, like, four in the morning, there was an announcement around five that was like, please don't throw diapers in the toilets. We all have to share them. And then somewhere around, like, eight o'clock in the morning, it was all of our toilets are out of order. Oh, and then I, I had to run off at some point and pee on a platform, like, somewhere in, like, before, I think in, like, Jersey or something. They like stopped that. the train for you? Well, like, it was, like, a normal stop where, like, oh, people okay. were just, like... So you just ran yeah, off I just, like, and <laughs> ran back in? <laughs> yeah, just... I was, it was in front of a lot of people, too. <laughs> oh there was nothing I could do, I'm sure, man. like, a lot of people did that, though. I'm sure, yeah. Hello. I mean, if there are no toilets, what are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they had, like, a mayonnaise jar? There were definitely mayonnaise? old people on the train. It was my grandpa's, like, trick. He peed he in a like, mayonnaise jar? Yeah, like he Why would. Mayonnaise? I I think it's it was good big. volume. Yeah, and if you got big cojones, mm. like he did, oh, then just, I like, guess they fit in the jar. Right in there. Yeah, you know, you can just put dip them in and do your thing. You know, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you have That's a great uh, you have a great deterrent in case like a robber comes on the train. You could just throw right. that at them, right? And then like, they're right, just but... disgusted to do anything. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, like my grandpa, like, gave me his car, and I remember, like, finding that mayonnaise jar in the back. No! It, it was It wasn't filled, Don't apologize, but was that's the correct there. reaction to hearing a sentence like that. <laughs> no? No. Just no. 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 None of it. I want none of it. I'm, yeah. no, we're moving on. I very yeah, much like this. How cool are the backgrounds, by the way? Oh, my God, they're, they're very cool, I gotta say. Yeah. Did, did you just hard write me out of my story about my grandpa? <laughs> oh, we're we're doing a hard, the hardest write. I, out I, of I that hope story. there's a tire screech for that. <laughs> Wait, was there, more, was there more? Was there more to the peeing in a mayonnaise jar story? No, just the car smelled kind of funky. That was it. Okay. okay. So the exposition in this game is just so heavy-handed. I gotta say. It's a bit jarring. Like we, I think we talked about how jarring it is to have it on the screen. Con- but it's constantly popping up. It's not like it happens once and then you're fine. Yeah, it's yeah. throughout the entirety of the stage. Yeah. I mean, granted, it is the prologue, kind of, you know. You're trying but, to set the stage. I mm, get it. Exposition. Yeah. Whatever. You got to sometimes just throw exposition in there. But that's the thing. Do you want me to pay attention to the game or do you want me to pay attention to the story? You got to... Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, these things are just like popping up in the foreframe of like all the story. It doesn't. Yeah, it's a bit at at odds because it's like, what do you want me to focus on? Because I can't do both. And if I try to focus on your story while I'm in the middle of a fight, I'm going to die. But if I focus <laughs> on the action, I don't know what's happening in the story. And then it's just another <laughs> generic anime game. I really, I really love the uh, the script in this. 
She she amps up septimal power for my electromagnetic field. Yeah, I told you this was real Japanese. <laughs> At first I wanted to like do a reading of it maybe, but then I was like, well, this is too much. We could find some like yeah. we could find some stellar voice clips and just kind of recreate them near the end of our of our yeah, uh, yeah, cycle we'll here. It, we'll save it. Save it. We'll save them for the end. Uh, but halfway is... into the stage, you end up at the first mm-hmm. mid-boss, which looks just seriously like a mobile Gundam. Because it's, you know, because it's a Jap- Japanese game. So you gotta have a yeah. Gundam. Yeah, oh, of course. Uh, it's called a Mantis, though. So it's not technically a Gundam. Uh, all, right. all it does is shoots missiles and machine guns, because, you know, we yeah. don't want to blow our load <laughs> creatively on the first mini-boss. Um, <laughs> is it the mini-boss or is it the actual boss? Nope, this is a mini boss. Oh. Um, okay. The real boss is is later. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but all you got to do is shoot it in the head a lot, and then it exposes its core, and then you shoot the core a lot, and you keep doing that until it dies. Yeah. That's about it. That like, there's no more standard. to it than that. Yeah. It's very standard. Um, just just a big thing that you destroy. Yeah, but speaking of standard enemy fare, you keep going through the stage here. There's, like, just normal-ass, like, random soldier enemies that are just there to be killed. Uh, the only notable exception of her an enemy is the one with the shield, because you actually have to think about how to engage them. Because you can't just keep running and shooting mm-hmm. them, because they have a shield. So you have what? to decide, what are you going to do? Are you going to try and just jump around them and tag them from the back? Or are you just going to ball over them with a special move and destroy them immediately? That's up to you. That's called thinking. I like it in my video games. <laughs> it's a thinking man's game. Mm-hmm. But we do make it to the end boss, which, funnily enough, is literally the same as the mini boss. I knew Wait, it. Is that a word? I, I knew Did it. Did you just say funnily? Funnily that's enough, yeah. You can that's a word. Funnily yeah, funnily. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you ever like heard the word funnily? No, no, funnily, like funnily. Funnily, yeah, like funnily. Oh my god, that is a word. Oh my god, are you this dumb? <laughs> I've just, I've never seen it spelled that way. It's a definite knowledge gap to me. That's that's for sure. Funnily, I've never literally experienced a man learning something in front of my eyes before. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, Whoa. I'm learning new new things. But like, this is a podcast, podcast of learning. That's it's it a, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. If anything, we are a podcast of learning. Except I'm being last week. enlightened here. No, I learned a lot about last week. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't I, learn shit. I I rediscovered my patriotism. <laughs> I, we're all very that. proud of you. Yeah, because <laughs> right now is definitely the time to reignite your patriotism right. in America. Yeah, um, it sure is. Let's talk about this end boss, which is literally the same as the mini boss. The only difference is there are no boxes to stand on or hide behind. But it's literally the same boss. It does the exact same things, and you take it down the exact same way. That's right, there is, Zach. There is literally nothing else to that. I don't know why they didn't try something different. Yeah, like at um, least change the color. or. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the exact same color. It's like they just copied and pasted it. Well, that's funnily enough. <laughs> Are you nope. trying to use it in a sentence now? Because <laughs> no. no, that's wrong. 
that's not how you do that. <laughs> Let's try yeah, that. Well, you want to try that one more time there, champ? We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Funnily enough. He doesn't. That, that happens. <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough, he has no idea how to use it. No, I think you can use it like that. You can you can say funnily enough and then you have a comma. All right. Yeah, yeah that's, it, that's that's mostly that's how it's used. It. Get your rules off my back. <laughs> so then the stage ends. And that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a uh, good it's a good intro because there's a lot of a uh, lot of conveyance of how to use your powers. They do do the thing where they remind you about like things that the protagonist should clearly know because it's they are them and they didn't get amnesia and they didn't forget how to be them. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, you can use your lightning to power things that are electrical. It's like. Oh my god, how long have I had my powers and I've never known to do that? <laughs> like, no, no, there's there's some weirdly jarring things about the explaining parts, but there are some good conveyance moments of, you know, just going around tagging enemies and using your lightning powers, and so yeah. it is a good way. It's a good it's enough a good intro. It's a good mix. Yeah. It's not fantastic, but it's not bad. So I'd say yeah. I'd give it a I'd give it a pass. Yeah, it was fine. And not that mm-hmm. annoying. No. Um, but I take a quick break because I realized we're almost at 22 minutes and we've been talking nonstop for almost 20 of them. All right. Cue the music. Woo! And now, another reading of Craigslist Missed Connections by a complete asshole. Oh, yeah, you guys ready for this shit? It's about to get real steamy up here. Real steamy. It's my new song. To the beautiful brunette at the lobster counter in Longo's. The lobster, in Thornhill. The lobster counter in Thornhill. If it's fate, you will see this. Please do. I was standing at the lobster counter in Longo's this morning. It was cold. Bathurst and Rutherford. Those are streets. You walked by and looked at me and smiled, and my heart skipped a bit. I may need to go to the hospital. You then walked over and stood very close to me and asked how much they were charging for that lobster. That's a weird question to ask a stranger. I explained the large to small, very small pricing. That's very kind of you, random stranger. I so wanted to carry the conversation further, but my tongue was tired. Sounds like you really need to go to the hospital. (laughs) I'm beating myself up for not telling you that your smile made me weak in the knees. I got arthritis. (laughs) If you see this, respond, and I may have to rethink if there really is a God. Atheistic Christianism in a minute. Do not contact me with unsolicited service or offers, girl. Unless the offer is a blowjob, then maybe I'll consider it. Post ID 69119987279. Welcome back. And we're back. And we're going to keep moving. We're going to move faster here. Zach. 
Yeah. Hmm. I re- I really hope she finds that man at the lobster counter. I don't know I what really you're talking about. We just had, we just put in a random commercial. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't have anything to do with it. You son I of a bitch. I kind of blanked for the last five minutes. I don't know what's going on. But let's talk about the game. So it has a beautiful <laughs> little cutscene here, which is, again, so anime. My life. It's just, this is all anime. There's a child, small child, strapped to a chair who's being used uh, to power this Hatsune Miku bot. And um, it's weird. Japan, you're weird. You need help. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then the, our protagonist saves this small child, uh, thankfully, but everybody on his team's like, yo, just kill the small child. And then he's like, no, I'm not yeah, going to kill. I'm not going to kill the small child. And they're like, why aren't you killing the small child? And he's like, because she's a small child. It's good reason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he actually just abducts this small child and takes her to his house. That's Instead of, of like setting her free. Ooh. So that's a bit weird. But no, no, they're going to play it off as a cute thing because now they're they're best friends, even though she now lives with him at his house forever. OK. <laughs> weird, weird series of events. <laughs> I think Japan may need some help. They might need like a hug or something. They also just yeah. intersperse these random things. You could talk to your your friend, Jewel, and after the end of every conversation, it ends with, <clears throat> you feel a little closer to Jewel. Yes. <laughs> this is so weird. Japan, it's telling like, you stop. How to feel. This is weird, Jewel. Stop. Uh, Japan, this is weird. Stop it. Okay, but back to the actual gameplay, though, which is not creepy and yeah. weird. Um, there's a whole... Should we do, like, another level? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the subaquatic base. Subaquatic right. base! And I'm not talking about when you drop a base in the water. Like a bass oh, yeah. guitar. That, that didn't come like off at a, all. A sound you could, fl- you could find on GarageBand a sub- called subaquatic bass. It's just like, there, yeah. Brings out only the low end, you know? Yeah, Paul, do you have any subaquatic bases that you can tell us about? Shit, Paul, that was really funky. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta give it like a second out of proof to put something there. Yeah, now let's, let's <laughs> give him a moment. Time. Now, Paul, please feel free to tell us about your subaquatic base. Gross. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? That's yeah. kind of what I figured. That- uh, you know, Paul needs that long to pull out a subaquatic base. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes you just do. And sometimes uh, you need to break into a subaquatic base to... Uh... <laughs> okay, to what? No. To what? No. 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 Let's dive right. into the abyss that is the subaquatic base because the mission is literally <laughs> called Abyss. Um, oh, yes. by the way, it was disturbingly easy to break into this. Is this subaquatic <laughs> base? It was dis- <laughs> what? Really? That's what it says. Yeah. <laughs> it was disturbingly easy. <laughs> that this show. Oh, there's some great lines in this. I, I thought that was just like one of Joey's comments. I mean, <laughs> it was disturbingly that's, easy. That's what I said last night when I. 
put my dick into Adam's asshole. <laughs> Is that what you call your asshole, the subaquatic base? We're moving on. Um, so, the boss of the stage, they give you a little uh, heads up. Uh, Merrick, I guess his name is, forges traps Merrick. in the in the subaquatic base, literally out of space and time itself. Wait, for, is it, creates what? What are you talking about? He creates like wormholes that transport transport you oh. to various different parts of the All subaquatic right. base mm-hmm. by literally cool. tearing holes in the fabric of reality. So we're just jumping the shark almost immediately. Yeah, but at least you can wall jump. Yeah, you can wall jump. You can wall jump the shark if you want. <laughs> Wait, if you, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see why they put this base in like underwater. There's probably a big point of the story in there, but again, I'm playing the game, so <laughs> I can't read the story. I I want to play the game. I don't want to read the story while the game is going on. If they wanted me to read the story, they should have paused the game. <laughs> They're just hiding. It's like a good hiding spot. Mm-hmm. I, I think you need to play this with like somebody else just watching so they can read the story and then fill you in on it later. It's all that would, That'd be a good be idea. idea. Yeah, like you, need, you need a reading partner, you know? But yeah. I, they, Either way, they definitely don't want you reading every line by line that they have written clearly. Because yeah, I mean... Do. Somebody yes. with like an English they degree. They play it a few times, I guess. They put a lot of effort into the story, yeah. but none of which is going to be read. <laughs> um, what they do want you to focus on, though, is these challenge rooms that Merrick sends you to inevitably because there's absolutely no way to know when you're about to trigger a trap. And funnily enough, one of the challenges in this in this stage is to avoid the traps but funnily enough, there's zero way to know where a trap is. So there is no way to effectively beat this challenge without playing the stage over and 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 over again. Funnily enough. Funnily enough. Oh, and yeah, I forgot to mention there are challenges in the in this so that you can add to get extra items at the end of a stage that you can use to craft customizations for Gunvolt. Nice. That's a thing. Yeah. I just classic. wanted to touch on that because that's, I completely forgot gun about vault it. Thing. Classic Gunvolt thing. The only reason I completely forgot about it is because it's so random that the crafting experience is pretty shit. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't mean to be harsh because I like the concept. The only problem is that you need very specific resources to get upgrades, but you cannot choose what kind of resource you're going to get unless a specific challenge has that resource as a reward. Otherwise, you get rewards randomly at the end of a stage. So there's zero way to actually prepare or lead up to a specific upgrade that you want. You just have to kind of hope that you get what you need. (laughs) So they give the illusion of choice, but there isn't really any choice. Pretty much. I mean, again, people will argue, but the challenges you could get, you could get the items in the challenge. Just shut up. You know what? <laughs> There's not every item in the challenge. All right. And some of the challenges aren't unlocked until later in the game. So what are you going to do? Just play the whole game waiting for that one challenge to unlock? Fuck you. Funneling a nut. <laughs> 
Okay, I feel like we've talked a lot about the items. So let's talk a little bit more about the stage itself. It's yeah. definitely a, a subaquatic base. Yeah. You're there's definitely the, underwater from what I can tell. There's a lot of vertical uh, climbing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that, which is good because you have uh, the wall jump, which is key for those kinds of traversal yeah. um, stages. Um, there's enemies that can completely steal all of your electric power if it touches you once. Yeah. Which, which would suck if that was permanent, but it's more just an inconvenience. Uh, so the, the music has vocals in it, which I thought was weird in Japanese. <laughs> really? I didn't even notice that. I was too focused on playing the game. Actually, it Wait, might what not be specific saying, to the level. Translate? I think it just, like, the music just is like on shuffle or something th- throughout the game. Is that how it works? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Mm. Either way, uh, the only really other noteworthy part of the stage that I want to talk about, because there are some sections near the beginning where you just kind of need to wait for some pistons to move so you can progress, which is fine. I don't really like that because it slows down the pace of the game when literally half of this game is about moving fast but there's a section where you're supposed to be escaping rising sea levels where uh the boss is literally just gonna drown everyone to kill you right Mm. i mean i appreciate that little piece of uh backstory for the boss you're fighting because it makes you hate him even more (laughs) which i think is actually a good move because it gives you a reason to want to punch him in the face right I do appreciate, like, in games where they uh, bosses will chide you yeah. throughout the game and be like, hey, you're a dick, fuck you, I'm going to kill you eventually, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it and then it, it makes you want to... more satisfying. Exactly, and really, like, builds up to the fight where you're like, oh, this dick, I'm going to yeah. punch him there. Or like a Marvel movie. Or a Marvel movie where they're just making pithy quotes literally all the time. That's all they do, it's just... Ever since Iron Man once, pithy quote, pithy quote, and then the bad guy started making pithy quotes. Yeah. And that's the movie. That's the series. That's the that's the franchise. <laughs> the franchise. Oh. Either way, what was I talking about? Gunvolt. Gunvolt. Let's talk about Gunvolt. Gunvolt, yeah. Gunvolt. So you need to escape Ooh. the rising sea level. Uh, and the problem is if you get caught up in the water, you can't use your electric septima because that would kill you. Yeah. You know, also, it's, it's, yep, it's sorry, great when, yeah, you should apologize to me talking over me and shit. No, I was just saying it was, uh, you know, it's good to know that there, there are video games that are tackling climate change with this rising seawater business. I'm pretty sure it's because we're underwater though. Yeah, but it's because everything's melting, Zach. Yeah, is it an allegory why? for? Is it yeah. is it all just an allegory for the rising sea levels? Funnily it's, enough, it did come it out in twenty fourteen, so that's fairly topical. Uh huh. Very topical. Yeah, dying yeah. by drowning is very Ooh. cool. I mean, Ooh. what? No, Funnel, let's not. Funnily enough, it is. See, I'm getting the hang of this. Mm. Maybe maybe a whiff on that one. It. We'll try that. We'll try that one more time a little later. Just, just give it to him, man. <laughs> okay, all right. Come on, man. I've been working hard this entire episode to use. Funnily enough, 
<laughs> um, I'm I'm like you're so close. I so, think I I think I used it properly. All right. I'm very proud of you. All right, Paul, give Thank him a you. cookie. Fantastic. That was pretty um, good. So I do like the the juxtaposition of climbing the uh, <clears throat> climbing and beating the rising sea level, so that you can continue to use your powers to progress forward. And right. not die. Um, either way, I, I think that's probably the only noteworthy section of this stage. Unless there's something that I'm missing. Um, the boss? Well, I mean, of course the yeah. boss, but we'll get to him in a moment. Um, something just kind of minor I wanted to talk about. They In between each of the segments of the stage, they have these interstitial loading screens that have a lot yeah. of text on them. Yeah, what is um, the, I didn't even read that. No, they go by too fast. Yeah. It went by way too fast for me. So, I don't know if it loaded slower on the 3DS, that you could actually read them, but I'm, I'm playing on the Switch version. Um, and the, the, the load times are maybe half a second, and there's literally a page worth of text for some of this stuff. There's zero way that you can read all of it. Yeah. It, again, it just makes me think they don't care... That you read the story. Right, they're just kind no, of putting I, I think something you, there. I, I think you need a reading partner. I think that's why they did this. Like, like a even, speed reading partner? But for this, even yeah. if you had one, you wouldn't be able to read it all in the loading time. Unless you have somebody read the bottom half and you read the top half, and then you <laughs> kind of just talk to each other. Right. And just kind of meet up in the middle. You know? Meet up in the middle. <laughs> that sounds uh, cool. Speaking of meeting up in the middle, let's talk about the boss. Merrick, or as Merc. as the full as Merc. the full uh, title here, Merrick the Slothful Conjurer. Wow! Yeah, there's going to be an internet backstory about Merrick in a minute. Um, I feel like it, it sounds like one of the bosses from like uh, Yoshi. Uh, yeah, but this guy acts like a like a shut in like like literal like. The what you imagine when you hear the word "shut in game" gamophile. Yeah, I like that like he's otaku an actual extreme. <laughs> I like that he's an actual human being. I think that's cool. Yeah, he starts off as an actual human being, and like talks in like leet speak, and is like, mm-hmm. "Lol, gonna kill you, bro." <laughs> um, and he's wearing headphones because he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care about listening to what you have to say. Kind of but sounds then, like you a little bit. But then he puts on his uh, he, pu- he puts on his septima, I guess, and mm. it gives him a big fancy chair. Yeah, floating chair. Yeah, because he's slothful. Get it? I think he also like turns a little bit blue. I want to say he turns a lot bit blue. Yeah, he's basically starting off the new version of the Blue Man Group, twenty first century <laughs> Blumen. 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 Mister Blumen. Um, but the fight itself is actually pretty intense, I gotta say. So it starts off easy enough. It starts off easy enough with normal put the chair punches him, uh, punches uh, Gunvolt. God, that's so, I'm just going to call him GV. It's so much faster. Um, but then he starts off. Ah, whatever. (laughs) It's not a mouth. It's all about mouth sounds. That's fair. Either way. 
I stand by it. Uh, the fight starts off with normal punches, and then we immediately ramp up to trans-dimensional missile launches, cannons, and mega punches. Uh, because remember, he can tear space and time. Uh, and then when you when you hit him enough, he'll just fire his special skill. Because if you didn't think he was lazy before, there's literally lazy in the name for this special skill. <laughs> it's called Lazy Laser. Because, nice. you know, we, we want alliteration. I don't know if you saw it, but, like, every time he shoots a missile, he, like, actually takes his human hand and does, like, a little pew-pew. He does? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually notice that. <laughs> Pretty important uh, detail, man. That's a good detail to capture because it just shows how big of an asshole he is. He just kind of finger bangs you at the same time. <laughs> he does the finger guns. <laughs> pew, pew. Either way, this lazy laser skill. So he rips again multiple transdimensional holes, but he'll fire oh, this shit. continuous laser that basically fills up the entirety of the screen. Yeah. Uh, which is very good for a final attack, I gotta say. Very, very hard to dodge, but eventually you just gotta kinda take him down. You gotta kinda whittle away at his health, take him down. I mean, this is a pretty solid yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not easy seeming. No, not easy seeming <laughs> at all. It's very fun, actually. I really enjoyed it, even if he is a huge piece of shit. <laughs> Did you read any of the dialogue? Um, how about you hit me with some good ones if you have any on you? I'll, I'll, uh, I wrote down this one that um, accentuates his... Uh... Shut up, Adam! Do you need some background? <laughs> no, I was going to give you some... <laughs> here, here you go, here you go. What's his Are you deal? What? He's just messing with me. <laughs> not really. I'm just not trying. You know. Uh, uh, way, way, way too much effort to go all out. You know? You see, I'm a super genius. So I really hate doing stuff myself. Then why not stay at home and avoid doing shit? That would be super legit. But no work means no food, man. Life is hard. That was, that was beautiful. Yep, that was that was great. Can I add a little bit more to your? I found I found the quote. I'm of gonna course. add a little bit more. Don't turn, do not play the piano anymore. <laughs> Man, real life is the worst game ever. Oh yeah, that's what it was. But this time, but but this time around. If I pwn your sorry behind, I get a three-year paid vacation. So I made this special. So I made this special plan while my MMO server was down. MMO baby. I even used my Septima. That is a totes. That's totes a big deal, you know. But those worthless grunts just had to ruin everything. Those sons of glitches had no business draining that water. It's so... It's so weak sauce. Weak sauce, baby! Weak sauce. I'm really glad we uh, invited the Ghost Prince to this uh, podcast. Uh, that was lovely. That was lovely. 
Oh, we stopped? Okay. Thank you, baby! Oh, is that... Uh, thanks, Prince. Really appreciate that. You can go float off back into the abyss now. We'll call you back when we need you. <laughs> we used one of the, the space-time holes in the, from the game to bring him back. Yeah. I mean, if it was going to be used for anything, it was probably that. But we basically kind of just led our way into an internet backstory by complete coincidence. Internet backstory. Do you guys have like a lead-in song for that? Yes, we do. It's sort of like in it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, they just played it right now. Yeah, you didn't hear oh. that? Oh! Didn't you hear that? Yeah, no, it was pretty good. I, are you sure? Thanks, I don't think you heard it. Maybe we play it one more time just for right. just Let's so you hear it. hear it. I'm getting my ear up close now. Internet backstory. You hear it that time? Funnily enough. Yeah, I heard it. Were you going to follow that up with something? <laughs> I just inserted a comma in there, okay? It was, it was so let's that, talk a little bit about... that thing that talk, went, internet, backstory. Did you hear that one? Yeah, that one. That was that thing. Oh. It was like, internet, so let's backstory. Does it... Wait, oh, it went like, internet, backstory. Yeah, like that. That's the one. It was like that. Or was it a little lower? It's like internet it, backstory. It, no, no. It I've got a backstory from you from the internet. No. No. Merrick, the slothful Funnily conjurer. Enough. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All Let right. me talk about Merrick, damn it. Internet backstory. <laughs> Merrick apparently is 13 years old. I didn't know that. Uh, and he's 411, uh, very small. His status is currently deceased. Um, wait, yeah, so he's he, a ghost? No, nah, he's dead now. Can tell you that much. So, oh, thir- you so we him? killed a 13 year old boy. Wow. I wouldn't say that too loud, man. Yeah. Wow. I mean, not we, Gunvold. Gunvold killed a 13 year old boy. Yeah, you heard it here first. Zach Gunvold has killed admitted, a 13 year old boy. Admitted to a serious though? crime. How is Gunvold? Let's let me look him up. If he's also 13, then that's okay, I think. Give me a sec. Let me see if I can find out how old he is. Where have we gone wrong with these children? You know. Oh, Gunvolt's 14, so it's okay. fine. All right. Yeah. So he's he's only four he's only one year older. Which yeah. is weird because he doesn't look like a fourteen year old. He looks like he's at least twenty. <laughs> right. Granted, I don't know. This is weird. No, Either it makes way, sense. You know? So a thirteen year old and a fourteen year old were fighting with their super powered personas. Um, that's you know, the he, most Japanese sentence I've said in a while. He, he, might, he might be 13 in the game, but he might be played by, like, someone in their 20s, you know? Kind of like Dawson's Creek, you know? Yeah, okay. I, yeah. It's yeah, basically no, Dawson's right. Creek. Yeah, basically. Um, let me see if I can find some funny quirks about him, aside from the ones we've already <laughs> talked about. Um... Merrick apparently is very fond of playing video games, which he mentions he would much rather spend his time doing, and has a tendency to use gamer slang, which we already talked about. Uh, he's incredibly apathetic and seems to have no regard for human life when he literally flooded his entire base full of human life. Um, what else do we got here? We have his we have his quotes, which we talked about. Oh, here we go. From the designer himself. Let's let's hear his comments on the character. 
I think that Merrick is a character that truly represents teen mindset of putting on headphones and making it unclear whether he's listening to you or not. And by behaving that the world's like no big deal, man. The pre-transformation design uses previously submitted ones with some small fixes on it. Unlike all the other characters who are bigger than GV, he's smaller, which places him in the quote-unquote cute category. It's hard to hit small characters, so he used a gigantic seat to establish balance. Merrick's motif is a lazy bear, but the image of the demon Belphegor sitting on a toilet is more pronounced. Although Merrick uses a seat and not a toilet. The vertical, long, fluorescent parts of his arms and feet were added so you could be able to tell he's sitting in a cross-legged stance. Cool. Yeah, there's there's too much to talk about with Merrick, and I'm just going to call it there with Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Damn it, is Adam, it, is I it was trying to again? take a Did it just... screenshot of your... Bare ass, but you didn't stop doing it. My bad. You can still get get a good one of that. Is it it looking... Well, thank you all for listening. (laughs) I really appreciate that you stuck through us. We've gotten back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Um, And... Yeah, and we're very excited to be going on this new adventure with our our buddy, Adam. Um, Who's... Literally if showing us his ass in the video. Ass, uh, just send us an email. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's the extreme at gmail. Yeah, if you want to see his bare ass, which we've now screenshot, yeah, we'll share it with you, and you can do whatever you want with it. So it's the extreme. That's i t s t h e x s t r e a m at gmail dot com, and we will send you that picture of his this, butt. This is really gonna haunt me if I ever run for anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to run for? A donut? <laughs> Maybe. You get paid a lot for that. I mean, uh, I would yeah. run for a donut. Yeah. I would love to get me a donut right now. I'm freaking starving. Speaking of which, we're going to end the podcast here because I'm hungry as hell. Yeah. So, do you guys have anything you want to say before we cut out here? Funnily um, enough, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I think you took it from me, Joey. Oh, sorry. You son of a bitch. Well, that was yeah, my word. That was yours. Right. You had that. You should have had that one. Next time. Wait, you guys stopped recording? <laughs>